Good vibes, good energy, good vibes, good energy. Okay. Right. Here we are. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> See, last time we weren't lit like this. No, or the we last couple lit. times. because no, we, we, we were like, fuck, speaking of lit, can you my drink? Yeah, I'm going to get mine. <laughs> Should I start? Yeah, yeah, you Okay, because I feel like you usually start. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. No. <laughs> my neck <Hello>. broke. <laughs> Hi. No. Okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Rachel. I'm Johnny. And this is a Young Milk podcast. (laughs) So I am 23. I'm also 23. And I have a baby. No, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) I have a little girl. Her name is Kaliana, and she is three months old. Yep. And I'm a baby boy. He's over here watching cars on the floor. Um, (laughs) On the floor. On the floor. (laughs) He's on a blanket, though. He's, He's nice and comfy. Um, mm. but yeah, he is 19 months. Who? Big boy. Um, but yeah, this, like she said, this is a Young Milk podcast. Mm-hmm. This is a judge-free zone. Mm-hmm. This is where we talk about everything real and raw and just All the deep let everything shit. out. Yes. Just tell you guys about our experience being moms. Yeah, if you like listen to our last episode, we talked about being pregnant, what that was like for each of us individually, mm. uh, what we went through individually, because we do have different stories, just experiences in general. As does every woman. <laughs> yeah. But today we're going to talk about the juiciness, which is actually <laughs> the labor and delivery part of Hello. our... Ex- oh. Hello. What happened, Ba? Romeo's movie shut off. Yeah little Here, go, what's he watching cars? cars yes this is gonna be the commercial the commercial break you know <laughs> until we have actual ads <laughs> for real <laughs> so yeah um today we're gonna talk about our labor and delivery stories mm-hmm. um they were different i believe I mean, yeah i mean as anyone's no one's really the same yeah um but yeah we're gonna we're gonna get into that Mm-hmm. First, Our, yeah, but first, <laughs> we always have a drink during our episodes, so um, pour up if you got if you have the chance mm-hmm. to be part of this litness. Today we're drinking tequila. We ran out of Red Bull, so yeah. now we're just using Sprite, and it's not that good if we're being honest. Like I only taste alcohol, literally. Um, but yeah, so there's that. So here we go. Still cling to it. Yes. Yeah. Oh god, that's not gross. Good, not good. <laughs> it's so gross. Not good, not good whatsoever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so today, labor and delivery, man. Mm. So, how where did it start? Where did it all start? Where did okay. it begin? <laughs> well, okay. With Romeo, he was actually born late, quote unquote, because the first kid's always like a question, like mm. when are you actually about to have them? Because normally it is late. Mm -hmm. Um, I know it wasn't the case for you, but Mm -hmm. nine days after I was supposed to be due, I had my last doctor's appointment, that last doctor's visit. It was the day before I was supposed to get induced. Um, and I go in and she swipes my membrane again. Like the doctor swipes my membrane. So Um, explain that, explain what that is if people don't know. It's almost like getting rid of like that plug or whatever is like holding i'm not really like mucus plug it's my mucus plug didn't come out mm. but like 
it didn't do anything. Like, I was still right. just having Braxton Hicks. I was still very, like, I only was, like, two centimeters. Like, I think by the point I had that appointment. But I think so, what it is is, like, it's like a hook thingy, right? Well, she was just using her finger. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So she just, like, went around. It's not comfortable whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It, it feels, like, really, it feels weird, honestly. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's, like, kind of really uncomfortable. Yeah. Because they're just, she's putting her hand up in that jaw. Just <laughs> All swi- of that feels like, literally swiping, like, around. Yeah, so, like, after she does that... At the time, like, no one else was allowed in my appointment with me. But for some reason, like, that day, they're like, oh, yeah, your mom can come back here. Are you farting? It smells like it. Or he's shitting. <laughs> it stinks. Because, look, he's, like, he's set up, and now he's... Romeo, Romeo, are you shitting? Is he, like, hiding to shit? I, maybe. <laughs> but for real, for real, he hasn't shit in, like, two days. So oh, maybe. So kind of... What I need to happen? It just smells like fart in here. <laughs> Literally. Just fart. Whatever. Let him do his thing. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> um, my mom was, like, allowed into the, uh, like, the, the, my appointment for some reason. Like, that literally was not allowed. Maybe because they low-key knew that you were about to, like, mm-hmm. I have no idea. But, so basically, they, like, hooked up me to, like, this thing that was, like, tracking my contractions. I'm like, I don't know why I'm hooked up to this. Like, I'm not even close to being active, like, in active labor or, like, whatever. But I was there for probably, like, ten minutes. And after, like, a couple minutes, my mom was like, um, do you feel, like, that happening? Like, and you could see, like, on the machine, it's, like, it's showing contractions. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I feel something, but it's, like, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. But they were consistent. We left the doctor's office, like, about to go home, whatever. And I'm, like, still feeling this, but they're getting more intense. I really wasn't paying much mind to it until my mom is driving. And if you live, like, in the Philadelphia area, we don't even live in Philly. We live in the suburbs. But regardless, the roads are terrible. There's potholes everywhere. It's awful. My mom's, like, hitting bumps on the road. I'm, like, I'm, like, yo, like, I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. And she's, like... She's like, you've never, you've never had, like, you've never complained about this before. And I was like, yeah, but it's like, whatever. Like, I just like, I didn't believe. You didn't really know. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, didn't know. Like, this is my first time being, well. In labor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we're in the Starbucks line and it's like, and I start timing them and they are consistent. It's like every five minutes. And I was like, my, I talk to my mother. I was like, Ma, I, I feel like I'm, like, the contractions are actually, like, they, they're getting more intense, and they are happening, like, every couple minutes. Mm-hmm. And she was like, call Q up right now. He's my baby dad. And she was like, tell him to get here. And I was like, wait, what? She's like, I think you're in labor. Right. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so I'm, like, calling him in the Starbucks line. Yeah. So he's racing over, like, I get to my house, he gets there, like, a couple minutes later, and... Um, on the phone with the doctor, like, I'm experiencing contractions, but they're not really, like, intense. And she was just like, you should go to the hospital because at that point, I'm nine days late. Right. And she, they just want, she just wants someone to monitor me. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so we're about to leave. And then Q realizes that he locks his phone, or not his phone, he locks the key in the trunk of his car. Oh my God, wait, what? Yes. I feel like I haven't heard this. Bro. He locked his key in the trunk, and I'm just 
I'm like, I'm trying to keep it cool. Yeah. So my baby dad's outside with my dad, my mom, I think my brother. They're looking at videos on YouTube how to break into our car, like his car. Oh my because God. his, like, it was like the, the fact that like his, his labor and delivery bag was in the car. Like we had already like pre-packed all our shit. Yeah. So his stuff was in the trunk with the key. Oh my god. So it was like, we can go to the hospital, well you well you won't have any of your stuff. Right. So it was like I was like, I don't want him to not be comfortable there. Yeah. So they're trying to figure this out. I'm walking around the house like holding I'm bent over on the phone with the doctor, like just like talking to her. It took like probably like an hour. And eventually the trunk just opened. Like for no like they tried everything and for some reason the trunk opened and like no one could explain why it opened, whatever. What? I don't know. Wow. Like, like I God. Re- no, for <laughs> real. Because yeah. I was getting frustrated and I was trying not to be. And, like, I was just, like, on the verge of tears because, like, at this moment, like, the contractions are getting more intense. And um, if you've been in that, you've felt that, you're, like, I, I just want to be somewhere where I'm comfortable enough to, like, experience this pain. But, like, I'm just, like, in a very uncomfortable situation, like, trying to keep it cool. Like, yeah. just, like, whatever. Eventually, the car opens and we, we go to the hospital and we're in that like room where they like they walk they pretty much just like see where you're at because I know like some people they get sent home and shit. Um, but yeah, so the nurse comes in. I'm four centimeters at that point, which is I think technically active labor. Yeah. So they I was probably only in that room for like twenty minutes, and they moved me to my labor and delivery room. And my thing was I was I was stuck on four centimeters for like eight hours. Mm. But I was trying everything. I was Romeo. Yeah, I was trying everything. I was on the on the medicine ball. I was walking around. I'm just like trying to do the stuff that induces labor naturally because I wanted to wait to get the epidural. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember sitting in the shower for two hours, just like sitting there on a chair with hot water on my back. Like my baby dad just like spraying water on my back. I'm just there bent over, just like crying yeah. in pain, like you know, like, the moans and the groans, yeah. just being in pain, like, yeah. it hurts so bad, and, um, eventually, like, I really wanted to, honestly, I don't know if I wanted to do it naturally, but I was, like, I was, like, I just want to see where I could go. Right, because you always want to see, like, okay, what point can I get to yeah. before, like, I need something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was just, like, I was just fighting through it for real, like, the pain, I was screaming, I was crying. Mm. My friends were all on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it was, like, your parents, like, us. I remember, yeah. Yeah. It was, like, everybody hearing me, like, in pain. Yeah. I remember I was, like, I was telling Q at points. I was, like, can you mute it? Like, I don't want them to hear me just (laughs) over here crying. Like, I was, in in pain. Like, it was just, it was so much going on. I remember, like, because, like, the nurses, they come in to check you, like, periodically. Mm -hmm. Like, every couple hours, which was, like, those hours honestly felt long. Yeah. Like, they felt long as hell. And I remember exactly what was told to me before I got epidural, my, before I got my epidural. And it was like the nurse, she was like, she's like, why are you waiting out so long? I was like, what do you mean? She's like, why aren't you just getting your epidural now? Like, aren't you in pain? I was like, yeah. And she was like, you don't win an award yeah. for doing this without any medicine. Right. She was like, you, she was like, you're, it's okay to do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. Cause I, I just, every time they asked me, I was like, no, like I don't right. want epidural. Mm-hmm. But after she said that, I was like, okay. Like, fuck it. No. Yeah. Because I was in so much pain. Like, um, it was so bad. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, you should not be laughing right now. No. 
You did and, this. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, um, Romeo. You definitely took a shit. I can smell it. It stinks. I might have to change it right that's now. That's fine, that's fine. Hold on. <laughs> it's shitty diaper time. <laughs> like we said, this is the real deal. <laughs> this is real life. <laughs> <laughs> my baby is asleep right now at the moment. Oh my god, you sneak. You oh, stinky yeah. butt. Ew, I don't like when I'm changing his diaper and he has a boner. I'm so happy you don't have experienced that. I'm I'm not even kidding, bro. <laughs> that shit is real. Oh, Lord. So, after the nurse said that, I was like, bring that shit on. Because I was in so much pain. Like, I remember, like, watching the... Like, you could, like, watch your contractions. Yeah. And, like, at that point, they were so intense. And, like, I just, like, couldn't handle any more. So, I was like, you know what? Bring that shit <laughs> so honestly it wasn't as scary as i thought it was gonna be because i think that's why i was pushing it off because i was scared because yeah. like i don't know if you know but like if they if they put the if they put the epidural in wrong like you could be paralyzed and you literally have to like sign off on that yeah i remember signing a waiver for yeah. that shit yeah no like that that was so scary to me um <laughs> and but like I was like you know what I'm in so much pain like I don't care right now and I just understood I <laughs> yeah. needed to be still yeah so yeah so basically I was like I was like the doctor's like behind me and like hunched over holding a pillow was the nurse in front of you too yeah there was a yeah. nurse in front of me and there was my baby dad also like holding me mm-hmm. and then there was the doctor behind me uh like like cleaning off like my spine and mm. and everything I remember like having my worst contractions when he was like inserting it into my spine Mm. and you could see it on the thing like it was it was like in the 90 whatever like it was it was high like like the pain and i remember just like crying and just like being so still because i was terrified of being paralyzed and just, like, being, like, bent over like this. And, like, my, my baby dad said, like, he was going to pass out from that. Yeah. Like, just watching that alone. Nothing else for real. Mm. But, like, I don't, I don't, like, I'm happy I didn't see it for real because I also might have felt the same thing. Yeah. Um, But after that, like, they give you, like, a button where you can just, like, keep putting, Put it, yeah. putting, putting the medicine into your body. I was, like, kind of scared of that, though. Like, I don't know. I was like, I don't put too much. No, like, I was so scared. And, yeah. like, I remember, like, not wanting to bother the nurses for some reason. I was like, mm. I don't want to be annoying. I was the same way. Like, I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to keep calling them in here. Because, yeah. like, but my thing is, like, they'd be like, all right, I'll be back in, like, an hour. And I'm like, an hour? It's right. Like, that's long. I'm yeah. in pain. Like, I want this to be over. Yeah. But the thing is, like, when my, when I got my epidural, I was already eight centimeters. Okay. Which is, like, pretty close to when you have to start pushing. Literally, like, two centimeters like, away. Like, very, very close. Yeah. And, but my thing is, my, my sack didn't burst. They mm. wanted it to burst naturally. So they had me sitting in the most uncomfortable position ever. Like, they sat up my bed straight up. So mm. it's, like, it's literally, like, I'm just, like, like straight up. Like a chair, up. almost, yes. right? And yeah. my feet were together like this. And I was just, like, like. What the? And it was, like, this. Where, like, where all the pressure was, like, right on, there. on, on, like, my, on the sack to burst. Yeah. And so they were, like, all right, we'll be back in two hours. You're bro, like, really? bro, I started sobbing instantly. I was like, I cannot sit here for two hours. Yeah. This I was sat- after after you had the epidural, too? After. Wait, how did they sit you up numb? 
like that. Bro. Bro. <laughs> what the? It was, it was, it was so painful. Like, honestly, that might have been the most painful part of the whole thing was being in that position. Like, mm. oh my God. I, like, I, like, I was like, oh my God. I kept asking Q. I was like, are they about to come in yet? He's like, no, we still have an hour 30 minutes. Like, oh my he was goodness. like, like I, I didn't like looking at the clock. I was like, right on the wall. Right, because it like, seemed like time's like slower so when you keep slow. looking. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Like, we're doing everything to distract me from playing from movies to yeah. music to singing just yeah. like everything to get my mind off of me because I was in so much pain I was in so much pain mm-hmm. um but eventually I, I did do the two hours and it didn't burst naturally so then like they come in they're like yeah. all right we're gonna do it for you and they're like they, they use like this crochet looking yep. thing mm-hmm. and the thing is she was like do you want to see it I said no <laughs> I don't want to see it just do yeah. it I don't want to see anything I didn't want it I didn't want to know what was going in me like I'm like, some people are probably, like, very... They're like, okay, I need to see everything. That was me. I'm... <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get it. Yeah. Like, I was just, like, very afraid of that. So I was like, you know what? Do what you gotta do. Whatever. So, like, they, they broke my water for me. And it was just pretty much a waiting game at that point for me to be 10 centimeters. I don't know. I think it was at, like, 10 hours where they came in. They're like, all right, you're ready. And I was like, oh. And... <laughs> it's time. <laughs> it's, it's time. It's time to do this. And yeah. Like, I don't know about for you, but the entire pregnancy leading up to it, it was almost just like, okay, like, I know it's eventually going to happen, but in that moment, it's like, fuck. Like, yeah. this is, like, the moment I'm very afraid of because things could go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I was very afraid to have to get an emergency C-section, especially because I wasn't moving along as fast as they wanted. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, like, I got to do this. And this is during covid so for beginning when I was pushing, the only people in the room helping me through that process was a nurse and my baby dad. And that was it. And I remember I was so exhausted. I, I didn't sleep the entire time. Like I said, my appointment that I went to the doctor for was like 9 a.m. So for from 9 a.m. to realizing I'm in labor to being in active labor, which was 10 hours, I didn't sleep a wink I didn't sleep at all I barely ate my body was not ready to go and start pushing but it was it was time and when I did start pushing I remember like literally passing out every time I was done pushing so you you push one two three whatever four five six whatever and then they're like okay you're done and I would lay back and just be knocked what completely knocked because like for that moment after pushing it didn't hurt as much yeah it was just like you, you you felt that kind of relief and that was like all my body needed in order to for it to go to sleep <laughs> right so i would go to sleep and then i would realize like, i was feeling pain again and that's when you start you have to like during the contractions is when you push yeah it was after about like an hour that a doctor came in and she was basically the person that was going to try and deliver this baby. I mean, she wasn't, she delivered the baby, mm-hmm. but she was the person that was going to make sure I didn't tear. Like, she was just making sure every all of it went smoothly. Yeah. And I remember, like, during it, like, after an hour, <laughs> bro, I was so over it. Like, I was just like, I can't do this anymore. And I kept saying, I can't do this. I can't do this. And they're like, no, like, you can do this. You can. And then I, I, I kept asking them, I was like, did I poop? Did I poop? <laughs> like, you kept asking them. No, I literally kept asking them if I pooped. Yeah. Because, like, I was kind of nervous to do that. And the doctor was like, girl, if you poop, like, that means you're you're using the right part. The of, right like, muscles yeah, and everything. Because, like, the way that you push, it's not actually a push. It's more like a crunch, for real, yeah. for real. Yeah. So it's like, it, 
And for real, like, I don't know if it was TMI or whatever, but, like, I literally felt like my butthole was, like, no, huge. No, literally like, same. Because, like, I was enormous. pushing. I, well, I'll get into it. But, like, you're pushing as if you're pooping, basically. Oh, like, yes. you're shitting a big-ass turd. That's <laughs> like, it feels more, like, yeah. in your ass than your actual vagina. Literally. And that, like... I didn't yeah, expect that whatsoever. I didn't right. take any Lamaz classes or any of that. Like, right. I don't even know. Because it was COVID. Like, you could not do those things. Yeah. Um. So, this was all, like, I was experiencing it firsthand. Um, and so, I, I eventually did shit. But Q said it was this little pebble. So, it didn't even matter. I was like, I don't care. At least it wasn't like no. a no. No, because can you imagine? Yo, I would be humiliated. I was so scared. Yeah. And, like. Even, like, afterwards... Oh, shit. Even afterwards, like... I mean, I mean we can think about that yeah. after. But, yeah, no, I literally, like, I felt like my... Like, I was actually giving birth out of my ass yeah. rather than my actual vagina. Like, laying an egg. No, for real. <laughs> like, actually. Yeah. That That's that's a weird feeling. It was such a weird feeling. Yeah. And they kept asking me, like, do you want to feel his head? Because it was, like, it kept, like, coming... Like, whenever I would push, his head was, like, coming out. And but then, then I would, like... Stop pushing it, it will like be sucked in. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what was happening for like an hour. Oh my goodness. And I was, I was so, like, I was so over it. Mm. But eventually, um, they kept asking me to feel his hair. I was like, dude, I don't want to feel anything. Like, I don't want to know what's going on. Like, yeah. I did not, I didn't, I just like, I just didn't want to be, like, I don't know. Something about that, I just like, I didn't want to do. Like, it was like, ew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But eventually I did feel his, like, his hair a little bit. I was like, okay, okay. I was like, oh, he has a lot of hair. Okay, I'm ready. Like, I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, eventually, I guess his head went through. And they're like, okay, last push. And then, like, his shoulders, I did not feel at all. Like, right. once his head was out, big ass head, first off. Like, what? <laughs> once his head was out, like, the rest of it was, like, pretty easy. But I did tear. So I, I tore three times. One of them was, like, a bigger tear. Other one was, like, it was, like, kind of minor and like the la like the third one was like very very small so they didn't even stitch it up he he came out and like they put him on my chest and i was like oh my god look at his nipples like <laughs> why was that the first thing I that you know. noticed i don't know like it was i don't know but look at for, his nipples no for real <laughs> but like something about that was like very me yeah where it was like that was, like, your literally natural reaction. That was my natural reaction, just to point that out. Yeah. To be honest, like, the whole labor process, like, at that point, it was just, like, it's over. Yeah. And, like, giving birth placenta was, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, it felt weird. Yeah. I didn't like getting stitched up afterwards. I don't mm. know if that happened for you, like, if you had to get stitched up, but, like, the, it just felt so long. Mm. I was like, bro, can you, I was like, is it done? Like, is it, because you just felt, like, the pool and then, like. Yeah. Do you know if you, like, you tore, like, in like internally like your deep muscle or was it like just like the skin no i think it was just like the 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 outside yeah because i know some women like tear like they, it's like a i don't even know like a third degree yeah. tear or something where it's yeah. like deep yeah i don't, I don't think mine was not third degree it was like it was like second degree the reason i tore was actually because he was born with his hand by his head Mm. Um, so I was not going to tear at all. Like she was like, you were fine until he was coming out and his hand was like right by his head. So she was not prepared for that whatsoever, mm -hmm. which is crazy because when I got my ultrasounds every single time, his hands were like by his head. Aww. So I was like, he was just born like, just like he naturally hand, like, was yeah. like just chilling. Yeah. Basically after giving birth, 
I started to get really high fevers mm. and they were concerned because COVID obviously was very relevant during the time. And so I, but the reason I even noticed is because I was trying to feed myself afterwards. Cause you can't, after you get the epidural, you cannot, you cannot eat anything. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm trying to feed myself cause I'm starving. I didn't even eat that day. I didn't eat the day before and I'm trying to feed myself and I'm shaking so bad from my, from like the chills and like the shivers I had from having a fever. I literally couldn't feed myself. So someone else had to feed me and they had to bring in ice packs. I had to put them under my armpits. Oh my goodness. Like to like to lower my temperature. They didn't know what was going on for real. Like, like it's usual to get this shit like the shakes when you're in labor. Like yeah. like women don't really talk about that that much, but you get the shivers. There's also this thing called I mean this is when the baby's crowning. There's this thing called the ring of fire. Mm-hmm. I don't know like if I don't, that I didn't a lot experience it. I didn't experience it. Oh yeah. my god. It just feels like everything down there burns like so intensely. Because the skin's shutting. No, it's to like it, the max. <laughs> it hurts so bad. Like yeah. I like that's when I was like, I can't do this. I cannot do this. Yeah. I can't keep going. Like I was just like, I can't do this. I mean, I really can't even explain like the full like in full depth the pain and everything. Cause like I said, like once it's over, like, you you kind of naturally just forget. It's the biggest, like, relief, like, mentally and physically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you worry about afterwards because I'm tore the fuck up and I'm bleeding. And <laughs> right. I'm just, like, it's like a whole other experience. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I can talk about my stay afterwards if you want to talk about yeah. or, your or, labor experience. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. Okay, so definitely different than yours mm-hmm. because I was... Basically, at like my third to last doctor's appointment, I was 36 weeks. It was my 36 week appointment. And I went in and the throughout my pregnancy, I think I mentioned before in our last podcast that I was having like high blood pressure, like readings here and there. It wasn't like concerning, concerning. It was kind of just like, okay, like I'm having high blood pressure, but it's not like to the point where it's like, okay, like you're gonna have a baby at any point because it's like you know but so um i go in well the nurse sees me first and then it's the doctor usually it's how that works at my house at my doctor's office yeah so the nurse reads my blood pressure and she's like oh it's it's a little high i'm gonna try like a different cuff on you and i'm like okay because she's thinking maybe the cuff's wrong so she does that and then she uses the other cuff and she's like okay no you're fine never mind like you're good i'm like okay so after that the doctor comes in and she sees what the nurse like she saw like i guess the nurse's notes or something and she's like you know i'm just gonna take your your blood pressure one more time and see what happens she takes it and i have a high blood pressure like it's there like it wasn't Mm -hmm. like a mistake it's definitely like high yeah and also i could i remember feeling when my when my blood pressure was high like Mm -hmm. i definitely had like a headache i was like a little shaky like i kind of just felt weird like i could tell something was up yeah so um she's like yeah your blood pressure is definitely high and she's like um i'm gonna have you come in well no this was a thursday yeah this was a thursday because she told me that she was gonna have me come in the next day to read it again to and if it was high the next day i was gonna have to get induced and then she was like if it's like super high you'll probably get induced tomorrow and i'm like wait what the fuck tomorrow i don't even have my hospital bags packed at this point i'm like wait a minute what do you mean tomorrow because like how far along you at this point i was 36 weeks yeah yeah so i'm like wait okay (laughs) um so we ended up going in the next day and i had a high blood pressure reading at the office 
it wasn't like super high. It was still high. So they actually sent me into labor and delivery triage to be monitored there for like, I was there for like maybe an hour mm-hmm. and they were like, okay, your reading is high, but it's not high to the point where we would induce you right now. So what we're going to do is we're going to induce you next week just to prevent, like, say maybe it turned into like preeclampsia, which mm-hmm. is where, where like, I don't know the exact definition, but I know it's like with pregnant women something to do with their heart like it's very dangerous like super risky like women pass away from it like unfortunately but it happens so of course i was like really scared i'm like okay like am i okay is the baby okay like i just want to make sure like you know and also like the fact of like i'm about to give birth earlier than i thought i mean this would be like three weeks before I'm 40 weeks before I'm, like, due. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, shit, I guess this is happening. So um, that week after that appointment was, like, so long. I remember it being so long because I'm, like, preparing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. It's not, like, to the point where, like, say, like, I'm 40 weeks and, like, it can happen any time. I'm like, okay, I'm giving birth this weekend coming up. Like, that's yeah. what I was in my head. I'm like, I'm about to have a baby. Like, it's, like... I don't know. It just felt different to me. No, that definitely is a crazy concept because yeah. you're like actually being told. Told you're when gonna have a baby. Yeah, exactly. Rather than just like waiting, which is also fucking which yeah, we, literally. You don't know. Yeah, so both of those things are like crazy. So that whole week, I'm preparing. I like packed my hospital bag. I was, I was cleaning the shit out of like the house in my room and like, like really nesting for real. Like mm-hmm. just like getting everything ready. I remember the Friday comes round. And I officially turned 37 weeks. And so they told me that I would be going in that Friday or, like, that weekend. So I called. I remember I called into labor and delivery at the hospital on that Friday. And they told me that it was packed. They said there was no beds available. And, yeah, they literally told me that. I'm like, okay, like, but I have gestational hypertension. So what's going on? And I'm like, you need to get a bed ready. Like, like I don't, like, what the hell? Like, how are you going to tell me there's no beds? So what ended up happening was um, I basically had to, like, just keep waiting for a phone call. Um, oh, wait. Oh, my God. I actually forgot. See, like, this is, like, it was so crazy. I'm, like, forgetting things. Yeah. So we were told that I was going to be induced that Friday. So me and Keenan packed our shit Thursday night. And we literally went in to labor and delivery at, like, 8 a.m. Friday morning. And it was fucking snowing. I remember it was, like, snowing so hard um, because of the fact that they, I have, like, an app. Where, like, it would show you, like, your appointments and stuff. And it literally said, induction, 8 a.m., Friday. So I'm thinking, okay, I have an appointment to be induced at the hospital, I guess. So we go in, all of our bags. I have my bag, he has his bag, his camera stuff, like, all of our stuff. We get there. And they're like, oh, did no one tell you that, like, basically what happens is, like, you have to keep calling until we tell you to come in? And I'm like, wait a minute. No, no, <laughs> nobody told me that. What do you mean? And she's like, well, a lot of we, a lot of women, this, this happens a lot. Like a lot of women don't know that like Buddy. what you see. Oh God. <laughs> they were, what is it, Papa? Yeah. Lay down. Good night. So what was I saying? Yeah. So we go in and they're like telling me that like, we have to like basically call until like they're ready to have you come in. So we go home and I'm like, like, what the fuck? I was like fucking stressed out. I'm like sweating. I remember I was so like, I didn't know what, like what was going on. And so I'm calling like basically every like two hours that Friday into the night. And they're like, yeah, we don't have beds available yet. 
all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, I guess. Okay. And I'm like, I, that's what I'm saying. And then I remember one of the nurses at the triage was telling me, like, we'll give you a call. I'm waiting for a call. Hey, that's your toes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, waiting for a call. Basically, I'm sitting here just stressed out. Because, like, yeah. I'm like, when am I when am I supposed... He's, like, grabbing my rolls. That's mm-hmm. fine. Um, I'm like, when am I going in? Y'all told me I'm going to go in. And I'm, like, losing it. Because I'm like, when is this happening? So, yeah. finally, Saturday rolls around. And it wasn't until 6 at night, like, 6 in the evening on Saturday, that they call me. And literally, they're just like, do you want to come have a baby? Literally, that's... Do you? No, that's what I'm saying. Literally, that's what the nurse... Told me on the phone. She was like, do you want to come in and have a baby? I'm like, I guess. Like, uh, that's what y'all want me to do. Yeah, y'all like, told me. That's what I'm saying. So she's like, okay, we'll have you here. Get here in an hour. Luckily, the hospital's like 15 minutes from here. Yeah. Um, she's like, get here in an hour. Um, make sure you eat because you, you're not allowed to eat once you get here. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so yeah. I ordered food from that... You know that Hispanic place down the street that we've mm-hmm. had you? Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's like I got like a platter of like rice and beans and shit. And I couldn't, I was so nervous that I barely ate it. Mm. So that was ass because I was like, I need to eat because I know I'm going to be fucking starving and I yeah. couldn't eat. Nah, because the nerves, bro. <laughs> Literally the nerves. Um, so finally me and Keenan go in and we're in labor and delivery triage and, um, they hook me up to the monitors that go around your belly mm-hmm. to make sure if I was, like, having any contractions at all at this point, which I wasn't. Um, so they're like, okay, like, get me into my labor and delivery room. And I think the first thing they started me on was it was either they had me on something called a Foley balloon or a Foley tube, which is basically, it looks like a tiny little balloon on a stick. <laughs> it was like a lollipop almost. Mm-hmm. And they it goes into your cervix. And they blow it up. It expands. Yeah, it expands. That shit <laughs> hurts so bad. Because they checked me. I wasn't even once... I was not dilated whatsoever. At all. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm 37 weeks. I'm considered full term. But nowhere near dilated. Yeah. So they had to put that inside of me. Like, with my, clo- like my cervix completely closed. Mm. And it was so, I, I literally, I was hyperventilating. I was crying. Like, it was bad. It was bad. So, um. I could only imagine how that feels. Yeah. Um, they had that in me. I actually, and I remember, like, I, I had to, like, pee a lot with it. And, like, getting up to use the bathroom with it was, like, oh, my God. It was, like. You had to pee with that in? Yes. <laughs> yes. And every time I went pee, I could literally feel it sitting inside me. Ew. It was no. so, but it was, and also it made me, it was making me bleed, which I was concerned oh, about. Yeah. And I was like, is this, is this normal that I'm bleeding? And they were like, yeah, like it, that's going to happen because your cervix is closed. We have to like force it up you. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I guess. So I remember like, I, and also I was hooked up to, um, an IV. I was on, I was on like, like a, some like liquid and like fucking, what was it? Penicillin because I had strep B. Okay. That, yeah. That's one thing I forgot. I also had strep B. Yeah. Like they test you. I think we talked about it last time. That, like they, they like swab, swab your, your booty hole. Yeah, they swab your booty hole. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I also had that. Yeah. So they had that penicillin hooked up to me. Just, I think it's just to prevent like, I don't know, any infection yeah. when the baby comes out. Cause they're coming out like they are fresh. Literally. Yeah. Eat, like. So the bacteria could affect them. Yeah. 
So I was hooked up to that. And so I remember every time I had to go to the bathroom, I would have to get up, get up out the bed, unplug the shit myself, like mm-hmm. the monitor, yeah. and roll the thingy, the IV with me to the bathroom. I had a, t- a fucking balloon up me. Mm. And I, w- I was like dripping blood as I was like walking. So there's like, like pot, like not piles, but like little drips of little blood, drops. like a trail. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like it was, it was so fast. I remember getting there at like, I think it was, like, 8 o'clock at night. They had me... They had the balloon in me already, like, uh, within, like, two hours. Oh, also, they had me on this little pill. I forget what it was called. Basically, they they put they put it in, like, my cheek. Mm-hmm. It was, like, the tiny, tiny pill, like, this big. Put it in my cheek. I forget what it's called. And it's supposed to kind of start inducing, like, mm-hmm. your labor. Like, I, yeah. I, I forget the name of it. And they also would put one up me as mm. well. So, one in my cheek... And it would just dissolve by itself in, like, 20 minutes. So I had that, the balloon. And I was bouncing on the ball with the balloon. Um, I wasn't feeling a lot yet. I remember, I think it was after they inserted the balloon that I started feeling stuff here and there. I I felt different. I wasn't feeling, like, contractions yet. But they actually told me that I was having them Mm. already. After having the balloon and the pill, they were like, do you feel anything? And I'm like, no. And they're like, they they turned the screen to me. And they're like, well, look at here. Like, it was going up and down. And I'm yeah. like, well, I don't even feel it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I had, I didn't know it was in store for me. Because I remember being like, yeah, the I don't cal- feel anything yet. The calm before the storm. <laughs> Literally. Deadass. So I, I remember I started bouncing on the balloon. Not the balloon. The, you know, the little bouncy ball. The, the medicine ball. The medicine yeah, ball. Yeah. And that's when I started feeling, like, the contractions mm-hmm. hitting. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like shit like i started i was like oh god and i looked at keenan and keenan looked at me he's like you're feeling it i'm like yeah something's happening (laughs) and it was actually when i was on the balloon the nurse would have to i keep saying balloon the bouncy ball the nurse would come in and check the balloon in me like every two hours or so Mm -hmm. they would also be taking my blood pressure because they were concerned about it but the weirdest thing was that even though i was getting induced for high blood pressure the entire time that i was there i didn't have high blood pressure Mm. which is weird that is weird yeah in my head i'm thinking i could have gone like full term but i don't know who knows um so the nurse is coming in and checking the balloon every two hours and after being on the medicine ball for a while remember she comes in and i'm on the medicine ball and and i'm like do i have to get on the bed because i want to stay here and she's like no i can check you right now so she puts like a towel under me because i was bleeding Mm -hmm. and she basically she like tugs on it and it just falls out by itself Meaning I'm somewhat dilated yeah. because since it just came out by itself, my cervix is opened. Yeah. Um, so after that, they ended up checking me. I was only two centimeters. And uh, this was like in the middle of the night, How I many think. hours is this? Um, went in Saturday, like six o'clock. Or no, I got there like, yeah, got there at six. This was maybe four or five o'clock in the morning on Sunday. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so after the balloon fell out, they finally started me on Pitocin, which is the induction, like, yes, medication. That's also what I was on to get me induced. Yeah. And that's <laughs> when it gets crazy. Literally crazy. I, oh my god. So, basically, after the balloon fell out and they started me on Pitocin, basically all of Sunday, I was, in like, active labor. Active. Like, it was intense. I was, you know, like you said, the moans and the groans and the, like, crying. I got no sleep. Like, none from, like, Saturday night into all the way until Sunday night. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So they kept checking me throughout the day. Mind you, I'm like fucking starving. Couldn't eat nothing. Checking me throughout the day. And I remember they checked my dilation. I was only at three after <laughs> the entire, after that morning, after the balloon fell out, me being at two, after being with Pitocin the entire day, I was only at three Sunday night. Two nurses came in. And mind you, I mean, it probably happened with you too. Like the nurses shift was switched. So every like, yeah. it was like morning and night, there was new nurses. Mm-hmm. So you'd have like a new nurse every like 12 hours or yeah. something. So these two new nurses came in for the night shift on Sunday. And they're telling me, they're like, honey, you're at three centimeters and you've been here since Saturday night. I think maybe we should do the epidural because look how much pain you're in and it's going to help you move along and maybe get some sleep. Because mind you, I didn't sleep at all. Like yeah. I was like exhausted but I was in so much pain that I couldn't sleep Sunday night um the nurses are basically telling me we think you should get an epidural to like help move things and you know me I was like so like I wanted to go natural so bad like yeah. so bad like I know it's like the thing like you're not gonna get an award like it's whatever like I wanted to do it just mm-hmm. because I just felt like you I would yeah I would have been like I did that shit mm-hmm. so I ended up being like Okay, like, because I was only at three and I was, like, screaming in pain, Mm -hmm. which is, like, crazy because it's, like, three centimeters. I mean, it's not that far along if you think about it, but also, like, you're in active labor. Yeah. I'm like, fine. Let's let's just fucking do it. Like, let's Mm -hmm. just do it. Keenan was telling me to do it because he was, like, seeing how much pain I was in and nothing was helping me at all. And I felt like I wasn't getting nowhere. I was like, if I don't get this epidural now, I'm going to be here, like, all week. (laughs) That's literally how I felt. So I ended up getting the epidural, and my epidural experience was not it. Like, not... It, I had a really bad experience with the epidural. It was very painful for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt everything, um, even though they do numb you before they give yeah. you it. Ugh. It Honestly, like, it was worse than the labor, in my experience. Really? Like, being dead ass. Like, it was so bad. And it, I was actually, you know, I know how you mentioned, like, being scared of, like, being paralyzed and shit. Mine hurt so bad that I thought that was going to happen. Mm. Like, so basically they had me... Like, you know, bent over yep. all like, the way. Really hunched back. Like. Yeah, I was having contractions in that moment mm-hmm. being the nurse in front of me. She was the sweetest nurse, too. Um, She was grabbing my shoulders, trying to, like, push me forward. And I was, like, making sure I was standing still. Um, And the anesthesiologist comes in and she's like, has her whole tray. They have Keenan. Keenan couldn't stand next to me for some reason. They said he has to sit down because a lot of, well, they said because a lot of dads pass out. They said, we want to make sure that he, because he's, they're like, he's a big guy. If he falls over, we can't get to you. It's going to be a mess. So we're going to have him sit down. Because Keenan actually told them, he was like, yeah, I'm queasy as hell. Mm-hmm. And I'm letting you guys know that right now. They were like, okay, so you're going to sit down during this. Mm-hmm. Um, which made me kind of anxious because I wanted him with me, like, mm-hmm. right there. And I just could, I had to, like, look at him across the room, which was ass. So, yeah, nurse is with me. I'm hunched over, having contractions. Um, I remember feeling the numbing needle go into my back. Mm. and immediately for some reason I just started shaking like like this like so bad I don't know what it was I don't know if it was my anxiety or what and I felt like I couldn't breathe because like I was so hunched over also I was like I don't know why I was worried about Callie in my belly I was like me being this hunched over like am I fucking squishing her mm-hmm. like that was going through my mind too um and then after the numbing, you know, the anesthesiologist was, like, talking me through it. She was mm-hmm. like, okay, here's the numbing. I'm like, okay. Next comes, you know, the fucking epidural itself. Yes. 
When I tell you, uh, did you like? Did, was it painful for you? No, that shit hurt so bad. But also, I was experiencing my worst contractions at the so same time. So it probably time. just like leveled it so out. Every like, I just felt pain. Mm, okay. Yeah. No. And the thing is, like, the doctors, like, or the nurses' health was like pointing it out, like, oh, this is a huge contraction. Like, this is big. Yeah. And mind you, this is like at the moment I'm getting a needle in my spine. Crazy, bro. What we nah. go through. No, so, so crazy. yeah. So I felt the whole thing, like the whole. I could literally feel the tube going into my spine. Like it, what it felt to me, it felt like a like somebody had like a power drill and was drilling my back. I don't no, know why it felt that, that way. Like hurt. the drilling sensation. Yeah. It just. I don't know why. And also, while she was putting it in, I don't know if she was hitting nerves or something, but I felt this pain running down like the sides of my back into my butt and I started crying like I was hyperventilating um the nurse was like trying to calm me down I was actually screaming like and Ke- I looked I looked up for one second at Keenan he was crying like tears running down his face because he was like what the fuck He's is going scared. on yeah. yeah we were both really scared and the yeah. nurse was like trying to calm me down like they were actually look concerned They're- and then the the anesthesiologist was like I, I'm not gonna lie, she was low-key pissing me off because she was like, she was like, what hurts? Like, what are you feeling? Like, almost like an attitude. Yeah. Almost like I wasn't supposed to be feeling anything. Yeah. And I was like, it hurts, it hurts. And she was like, where does it hurt? Like, what are you feeling? I'm like, it just fucking hurts. And I'm like, cursing them out. And she ended up giving me more numbing, med- like, numbing needle, and it didn't work. Like, it mm. was, it just hurt so fucking bad. Yeah. Finally, and also, she had to try it twice with me. The first time it didn't go in. So it took a half hour for me to get the epidural into my back. And I was sitting there like like this, hunched over for a half hour. Mm. And it was honestly one of the most, like, traumatizing experiences of my life. Like, nice. dead ass. So after it was done, I remember I, like, went to the bathroom. Or no, I didn't go to the bathroom. Um, What's it called? I had my phone. And I looked at myself in the camera. And my eyes were, like, swollen shut from fucking crying so hard. Mm-hmm. Keenan was like just getting over it himself. Um, I was like just calming down, bro. It felt like, like it felt like I was gonna pass out because I was like, it was just a lot. It was just Stressful. so much. That was a lot. The nurse, the nurses that were there, it was like a second nurse that wasn't with me, but she was like watching the whole thing. She comes over to me after they lay me down, like after I have it, and she's like, she grabs my shoulder and she's like, I want you to know that, that like. I don't want you to feel as though we talked you into getting this because I know what you just went through was absolutely horrible. And she was like, "Not a, we don't experience a lot of women going through that here. You were definitely, like, one of the first. And I was mm. like, oh, fuck. And then, tell me how. the So, the way our room was set up, it was, like, you know, our room and then they had the baby station, like, in a, like a separate part of the room. Yeah. Both the nurses were over there, like, like, maybe a half hour later. Like, I guess, like, reading my chart and stuff, getting stuff set up. And I just overhear them talking, and they're like, you know, like, that was her second day on the job. And I'm like, hello? Like, wait, what? I'm, like, thinking to myself, like, is that why she took so long? Is that why it hurts so bad? Like, should she know what she was fucking doing? Yeah. Like, I don't know. That It was fucking crazy. So, the whole epidural situation happened. It was, like, late at night at this point on Sunday. And I remember, like, the epidural took a while for me to feel I only felt it on my left side first, and that fucking scared me too. So I'm like, yo, if I don't get this shit all over, like if this shit only numbs me on my left side, I'm gonna be fucking mad. If I, I just went through all that. 
Um, so finally it ended up like going through my whole body at some point because they kept switching like positions for me. Yeah. Like I would lay on my one side and then they flip me over an hour later, like back and forth. Did you have to use that like peanut looking? Yeah. Like, my legs were like this on yeah. it, like on my side, like I was doing that. It's like a, I don't even know. It's like almost like, it almost like is like a yoga ball, but it, it's shaped like a peanut. Yeah. Like it's and squished in the it, middle. And you put it in between your legs and yeah. it's like, you, you do change positions. I also had to do that. So yeah. Yeah. Did they, they did this thing with me where they put ice water in a glove, like a, 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 a one of the latex gloves, mm-hmm. they tie it up and they were, they would check me from like here down to here with the glove, like, and be like, do you feel it? Do you feel that? Do you feel this? And, and that's what they did with me. So yeah, I don't know what, I guess it was like to see if I was like feeling the epidural mm-hmm. because I mean, I didn't feel the coldness, but like at certain points where they put it like up here and I'd be like, yeah, I feel it. And they put it down here. I'm like, I don't feel it. Like they were doing that. They were doing like every, like through the night on Sunday, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so after finally getting the epidural, I passed the fuck out. I think it was like one, because I had it two because I just cried my eyes out for like two hours. Like mm-hmm. it was so bad. Exhausted. So I passed out for like 12 hours. Literally, tw- I slept for t- almost 12 hours, I remember, because they would come in every like two hours and I'd be like, I remember like sort of, but I was so out of it. Um, I'd be like waking up, they wake me up at my sleep and they're like, you have to check your, your blood pressure and like give me more medicine. I'm like half asleep while this is happening. But I'm kind of like, I don't know, grateful that I was able to sleep. Because I know some people aren't able to at all. Like, you didn't, yeah. (laughs) Also, I was only in labor, in active labor, for 12 hours. Yeah. Myself in a hole. So, you're talking about you slept for 12 hours. I went through the whole labor process and gave birth in 12 hours. Yeah. that's crazy that you slept for that long. Literally. And (laughs) it's also because I didn't sleep from Saturday night until Sunday night. So, that's what almost 24 hours yeah and you're in the labor like using the most energy ever used in your fucking life like ever but when i tell you it felt so good to sleep like i'm like bruh it was probably one of the best sleeps i've had in my life and i think low-key i feel like god let me sleep along with the medication but like god was like you don't even know what's coming because my whole postpartum experience, I mean, we'll talk about it next time, but I went fucking through it. I know every woman does, but I I feel like I went through it. Like the first days were horrible for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I slept 12 hours basically through the night, Monday morning hits. So I've been at the hospital since Saturday night at this point, Monday morning hits. Um, they're like waking me up every couple hours to see where I'm at. It's like, five in the morning i see the sun like rising through the window like shining into the window i'm like just kind of waking up i remember a male doctor comes in this time and he checks me and they tell me that i was six centimeters or something like that wow yeah and they're like okay we're gonna break your water because i didn't my water didn't break yet Mm -hmm. on its own so they take the little hooky thingy the crochet thing yeah and they they do it Right away, there's, like, a, like, instantly, it was, like, a gush of water just, like, all over the bed. And then right after that, I think I went back to sleep. And then around, like, 10.30-ish, yeah, maybe close to 11, the nurses come in, or another doctor comes in, they check me again, and I'm at 10. Like, only within a couple hours, I literally woke up out of my sleep, and they're like, okay, like, you're at 10, are you ready? 
and Keenan sleep next to me, and I'm so I'm like, uh, like right now, and they're like, yeah, like let's like right now, let's do like let's do it now, like we're we're about to push. Mm-hmm. And Keenan's next to me on the little cot thingy, and I'm like waking him up. I'm like Keenan, Keenan, like it's, we're about to push the baby out like right now, like wake up. And he's like, huh, like huh, <laughs> like waking up out of his sleep. I'm like, come on, wake up, like it's about to happen. And so the two nurses come in and a doctor comes in. And I pushed for about 20 minutes. And that was it. After all all that time, I only pushed for 20 minutes. And I didn't, honestly, I didn't feel really anything down there really? at all. Like, all, only thing that I felt, and the best way that I can descri- describe it was, like, levels, like, almost like an elevator, that mm-hmm. I felt her coming down. Like, mm. it was, like, like a little, like, boom, 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 like, like levels almost, yeah. like, that's the only thing I felt down there. There was one spot where the epidural didn't hit me, which was, like, specifically right here. Like, yeah. my lower belly, kind of my hip. Yeah. And that's where I was feeling the contraction. So every time that I would have a contraction, I knew to push. hmm And I, I'd be like, okay, I'm having one. I'm pushing now. But it wasn't, like, where I was, like, screaming in pain. Like, like the only reason why I would think I was screaming was because I was pushing so hard. Yeah. So I was like, ah, like, like pushing so hard and like you said like my booty hole was like was like felt like it was opening nah, like for real and in my head like you kind of said something similar like in my head i was thinking to myself you can fucking do this like yeah. every time i push i'm thinking go rachel like go like just yeah. do it like i was so determined for those 20 minutes like so i, I think that's like the most focused i've ever been on something I was, like, in the fucking zone, I remember, because I wanted to be over so bad. Yeah. I was like, fucking do it. Just go. Yeah. And next thing I know, all I feel, like, I I don't really remember her head coming out. Like, honestly, it's kind of, like, all a blur to me, no, low-key. Yeah. Like, that's why I feel like it's taking a while for me to explain what's going on, because I'm, yeah. like, trying to think back. Yeah. But I don't really remember her head coming out. Only thing I remember, for real, is just feeling, like, she felt like a gummy worm. It was just like, like, like she like slipped out of me, like, like all at once almost. And they grab her and they put her her on my chest. And I just remember feeling this like overwhelming. Like I just started crying immediately. I didn't say nothing. I didn't, I really didn't say much. I just looked at her and like instantly just bawling my eyes out. Like Mm -hmm. that was my natural reaction. Um, and then, yeah, so I only tore, I only had, a first degree tear like it was maybe like not even an inch long yeah and then i had another one like by my pee hole that Mm -hmm. was barely anything either and i only had like total like maybe like four stitches yeah which was like i was kind of happy about that's pretty lit (laughs) yeah i was kind of like okay i have this specific scenario when your vagina rips to your asshole oh lord yeah wait did you i actually Mm -hmm. i ended up i'm having a a hurt what's it called hernia Mm mm-hmm or a hemorrhoid, 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 yeah, in my booty hole, because I was pushing so hard. Really? It was like, it was like, this, it just like, my muscle like popped out of my booty. <sighs> yeah, and I had to, bro, that shit took a month to like, go back go to normal. Away. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I, I did not get one of those, but I did tear from my vagina to my asshole. Mm. Holy hell. Mm. Not fun at all. <laughs> not good. Yeah. I pushed her out in 20 minutes. Didn't really tear much. I don't think I said how long it took me. It took me two hours. Really? 
I pushed for two hours. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Wait, I know one of our friends, I think she said it took her four hours. Yeah. Yeah, she said it took her four hours to push, which is crazy. Nah, dude, because by, like, I think if it took anything longer than two hours, like, I felt like I was going to give up. Like, I felt like giving up because they were like, you're so close. It just, like, like I said, like, whenever the head was, like, ready to come yeah. out, it would just get sucked back in. Yeah. And I was just getting so frustrated. Like, I was getting so frustrated. And that's when I was like, I can't do it. I can't. And then they're like, no, you can, you can. I'm like, no, I can't. Like, I literally cannot. Mm. Not two hours, too long. But they said, like, apparently, like, sometimes, like, first-time moms especially, they're just, like, not used to, like, that pushing. Yeah. Where it's, like... Because, like, even, like, in the beginning when I started pushing, I wasn't doing it correctly. I was not doing it right at all. And then, eventually, they're like, it has to feel like you're doing crunches, and, like, you're, like, you you feel like you're about to, like, you're, like, pushing out poop. And I was, like, oh. So that's, like, eventually, like, my the way I was pushing changed. But, like, in the beginning, like, I had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. No clue. I think, honestly, what prepared me was TikTok. Because mm. I remember seeing so many TikTok videos on, like, how to push. Mm-hmm. Like, I was on, like, that pregnancy birthing side of TikTok yeah, at some yeah. point. And I remember seeing videos on it. So when it came to that time... I remember, like, like I said, I was so determined, and I already kind of knew, like, what to do, in a sense, so I was already, like, I'm trying to poop. That's, like, the mm-hmm. one thing, and I was, like, if I shit, I, like, I wasn't even, like, asking if I shit, or, like, I wasn't even concerned, I, I didn't even care, I wanted her out so bad, yeah. that if I shit, I, sh- I was, like, okay, like, whatever, it's gonna happen, but, like, I was just, like, literally thinking to myself, I'm pushing out a poop. Like, the whole time. Like, I think that's honestly... I don't know. I know it's different for everyone, but I think in a sense it's what made me push her out so quick because I already kind of felt like I knew what to do. Also, it kind of came to me very naturally for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I was kind of just like... Like, I just did it. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't feel did like I was... Give, did you give birth on your back? Yeah. I was on my left side. Yeah. So, like, I was in a position... Because, like, cause, like, just things just weren't working. So, like, eventually, like, I was just, like, I would grab my leg. And that was just, like, that's what helped me. Yeah. Just, like, that, like, actual, like, crunching. Like, pull, like pulling my leg and, like... like on that, the side. Yep. Yeah. And and I actually told the nurses... I, and I, I told them, like... I had kind of, like, a birth plan set up. So, I told them mm-hmm. that, like, I wanted to try different birthing... Different birthing positions if I had to. Mm-hmm. But it was just so quick on my back that it just happened yeah so yeah and i know i know that women like you can give birth like in so many different ways like you can give birth on your knees you can give birth standing up like literally you can give birth like squatting like any way honestly yeah my mom's sister i'm pretty sure my mom's sister gave birth on the toilet really yep she she like told the (laughs) she told them the nurses or like, the doctors ever like she was in labor and they're like well you're not really like showing any signs of labor or whatever so she's like all right i had to go shit in the hospital goes take a shit while trying to take a shit the baby comes out and she's like holding the baby on oh the my toilet God. like in the hospital bathroom in the hospital bathroom that they were probably sick as hell no like, they shit. definitely were <laughs> but also like, like that is crazy yeah also i actually saw this this thing on tiktok recently that like Apparently, sitting on the toilet backwards is a good birthing position. 
Really? Yeah. Like, I, I've seen it. Like, the birth photographer that I follow, she took a picture of this lady sitting backwards on the toilet, like, you know, facing, like, the back of the, the toilet. The back of it, yeah. And apparently, like, just sitting that way, like, does something for your body. And, like, a lot of women just birth the baby like, out like that. Yeah. Crazy, right? I had no idea that could happen. Me either. <laughs> No. But, I mean, as long as you get your baby Whatever out, works. Literally. For real. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit. We, we definitely both had, like, two pretty different experiences, mm-hmm. like, going through labor and birth, and, you know, it was, like, something I'd never forget for the first time. Yeah. Like, I plan on having more babies, but definitely the first time is something I would never forget. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you mentioned it, but, like, during the epidural, did you get, like, a catheter? Like, did they, like, take your pee out? They, actually, yeah. No, they did. They, they, it wasn't one that stayed in me, though. No, no. They, they, like, they come in. in and they would empty my bladder. They only did it twice, though. Yeah, same for me. Only twice, yeah. But the first time, bro, I had so much pee. They, yeah. The thing was about to overflow. Same. And I was getting nervous. I was like, wait. I was like, wait, wait. <laughs> like, I was getting so nervous because you have no control. Right. Like, as soon as they put the jaw in, your pee is just coming out. Coming like, out. Never had that experience before. Like, that's such a weird feeling. Right, First that they off, can manually take your pee out? Like, it's, Isn't like, that so very weird? involuntary, like... Right. Like, yeah. I don't even know how that works. I but... don't. I also don't. <laughs> like, yeah. That's crazy. It happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weird. I'm trying to think of, like, anything else that might have happened. Like, oh... <laughs> Wait a minute. So you weren't able to eat, right? Or were you? I was able to eat until I got the epidural, but I don't think I did eat. I I think I had like jello. Did Q eat in front of you? Like were you cool? With no, it? he didn't eat in front of me, I don't think. Basically, I wasn't allowed to eat. I didn't eat from Sunday or no, Saturday night. Until right after I gave birth Monday morning, so around like 12 o'clock, and the first thing I asked for after I pushed her out was a menu to the to the cafeteria. <laughs> literally, literally, I was like, I need a menu right now. That's what I told the, nur- told the nurse. I need, I was like, I need to eat right now. I didn't eat in like 48 hours. Like, I need food right now. <laughs> but basically, when I was in labor from Saturday night into Monday, Keenan would have like people drop off McDonald's. He was going down the cafeteria getting food. I was looking at him like <laughs> like Bro. a puppy dog. I'm like, he did. And also, he had Molly drop off edibles. So he was fried while it was happening. No, yeah, yeah, that was that was it. But I'm like, I'm like, do what you gotta do, I guess, and get yourself through it because I'm over here like <laughs> No, that's crazy. I yeah. would actually be crying if I was wa- I'm starving and someone else is eating. In front yeah, of me. but that's that's but also the thing. Like, that's, like, yeah, yeah, I didn't want him to be hungry too. Yeah, I'm like, and I know he low key. I know he felt bad, but like, I was like, okay, if I don't, if I'm hungry, I don't want you to be hungry. So go ahead and eat. Yeah. Yeah, but now look at us. I know. Mothers. Babies, mothers, milfs, young milfs. Yeah. <laughs> we made it. Mm-hmm. I think that's also, like, I don't know if, like, something you're worried about, but, like, there are horror stories that come with, like, I, I mean, you're not, you don't want those things to happen, but they do cross your mind, like, oh my Literally. god, like, the worst things could possibly happen while mm-hmm. you're in labor, like, that, that's a huge, like, that's just a huge experience in itself, yeah. like, your body's doing so much. And some women, like, their bodies can't take it. Mm-hmm. Like, childbirth is, I mean, women die from childbirth. Exactly. Women die in postpartum. Yep. 
Like, it, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's something that... It's very know, real. Yeah, but it's not talked about a lot. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, you don't... Honestly, no one really wants to talk about it or hear about it, maybe. Because yeah. you're like, okay, I don't want to hear about that. Yeah. Like, when I'm pregnant or while I'm giving birth, like, you're just trying to be in the moment and pray to God that everything goes smooth yeah. and that you're healthy and, and that the baby's healthy. Mm-hmm. So... There's a form or something that you signed before mm-hmm. you're actually about to give birth. And it's like, okay, in the case of an emergency, who are we saving? Yeah. And I mean, we, I mean, I had this discussion with my baby dad with my mom before everything. I was like, I mean, the, the right answer, I mean, I believe the right answer is the mother because you can have another baby. And even if you can't, like, there's like, I don't know. like No, I know. I'm, I was the same way. It was yeah. just like. That was the right decision. I'm only, first off, gave birth at 22, so I'm only 22. I can easily have other kids later on in life. Yeah. So that was, like, that's a decision that you have to make even before you give birth. Like, okay, in this in the case of something going extremely wrong... What's happening? What's happening? Like, I actually had to send that form in months before I went into labor at the hospital Mm. they had me send it in i think like four months beforehand because they had to have that documented in like your the your files yeah yeah i remember signing those papers and i remember talking about that with keenan it was like immediately like you like you like like hell like you're i mean we're only we're so young and to have something like that happen it's like then it's like you know having to deal with now there's a baby without a mother you know, like, I'd rather much be here and be a mother to a child than not be here to be a mother to my child. Like, that just makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, a lot of things make us women so strong, but it's like to have to think about something that drastic with the, to, to, to literally sit there and with a paper in front of you and be like, okay, my life or somebody else's life. Like, you know, like to, yeah. to have that mental, like, I, like, it's just to have to have to think about it yeah. is insane. And to like, make a decision. Yes. Come down to a decision. And sign off. Yeah. On sign it. off on a decision of to save your life or your baby's life is like, so I don't know if anybody could just go through that. Like, you know, like it's, I think it's very hard to do. And for us to have to do that just to give birth to a a child it's like it takes a toll on it can take a toll on your mental health honestly yeah like i think a a lot of that whole process like leading up to labor being in that experience like in that moment like it's a lot it's exhausting Mm -hmm. it's it's like like you're just thinking about every single thing that could possibly happen there's so many things to think about yeah and a lot of it is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Like, very, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Honestly, being in that hospital, like, in, I know, uh, like, you know, intrusive thoughts, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, something at one point maybe in my head popped up saying, like, what happens if I die? <laughs> like, what fucking happens? No, for real. Literally. Like, not even just what if I die. Like, what if the, like, baby, the baby dies? That too. That is... That's so scary mm-hmm. because what happens to you afterwards, like going home yeah, and having to think about that, like that. And that happens to women. Yes. Going through that whole experience. Going through that, going through the whole process of being pregnant and then 
Go not being able to to hold your baby like that is terrifying and i could i honestly like if any one of you have ever experienced that i literally send you all of my prayers like all of my love you, like every, all of my love all of my prayers you are like probably like you are the strongest human being <laughs> ever no for honestly real. like honestly that is super traumatic yeah and women to go through that and try again right Whoa. Right. Oh I'm my getting goodness. chills right now thinking right. about this. Right, yeah. That is, that is, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And I commend you for, like, that strength in itself, that is, that is crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I, I can't, I don't know, I can put words to it for real, for real, yeah. because, like, I can't imagine that. Yeah. And, but I know it happens. And, like you said, we, you think about it, because it's very, very real. Like, mm-hmm. it's so real. Mm-hmm. To be, like, in your own head in that thought process. Like, mm-hmm. it's almost like, I know maybe, like, I know, like, I am I wasn't alone in the time being. Mm-hmm. But I almost felt alone just because I was the only one going through, going that, through that in yeah. that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, in that moment, I'm like, I know I'm not alone, but with myself and my baby right now, I feel very much alone. Mm-hmm. Because... I have to make these decisions. I have to have these thoughts. Like, I have to think about what could possibly happen. What would I do if this happens? Like, like who's going to be there? Who Like, you, all the thoughts. Like, you know, Keenan's with me in the room, but he's... I don't think he's thinking about that, you know? No, and you don't know what they're also thinking. Because, like, after I gave birth, like, he told me... He, like, he was, like, he, like, sat me down. He's, like, I'm going to be honest. Like, even though nothing was going wrong... I was very afraid, like, you wouldn't make it. Yeah. You and know, Keenan, Keenan my, I, I never asked Keenan mm. if he ever thought that. He might have. I remember he did talk about, like, what he felt when I was getting epidural, mm-hmm. that he was scared as fuck. But I don't know what he was actually thinking during the labor, or the delivery process. I know something, because he told me. Mm-hmm. He probably was probably afraid to tell you. <laughs> but he was like, I was scared the entire time. Until there was a breathing little baby girl in front of me. He was like, that's all I wanted. Oh. He was like, I was, he was like, he was like, I was terrified. He was like, and I, all I needed to see were her breathing, crying in front of me for like there to be like, a, like just some type of relief. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's what he told me. He was like, that's what he was saying about the entire time. Like he, he just, he just yeah. wanted that you, there to be a little baby girl just there. I think it's so special that I'm like just hearing this like right now, like yeah. on here because... I never, I don't know why I never asked him or why we never spoke about it. I remember telling him how I felt, but I don't think he ever got into, because you know, he, he doesn't really talk about his feelings like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I know it's not like he wasn't feeling anything or like he He wasn't scared. I remember, like I said, he was like on edibles and shit, but that's because I know that was probably trying to keep him calm. Yeah. Like, for sure. And, like, he, I remember he was, like, working on his computer for a lot of the time. Or, like, we were watching movies. And I think he was trying to keep himself occupied to get past those, maybe those thoughts that he was having. Mm-hmm. Like, so just to hear that, maybe, I know. Like, I, I wasn't alone. But, like I said, just I mean, being in, with yourself yeah, in that in moment. in that moment. Because, like, like, they all, they don't feel the pain yeah they, they don't they will new, never know they won't. what you feel Mm-mm. ever no. like men will never grasp that concept or feel those feelings like mentally and physically ever they, they will never know yeah and and that that's something that i i think like a lot of men realize honestly when it comes to women like if if you're a man 
like man like you know <laughs> you know that you will never experience that and that's why you really give it your all when it comes to women because yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's just how it works in my brain I don't know yeah and if you're not giving it at all as your man to support your woman I suggest that you do yeah. and if ladies if you're watching this fucking show it to your man because yeah. or if you're listening to this show this to your man because um this process is very very draining very mm-hmm. exhausting very stressful like very anxiety ridden like it's just anxiety driven yeah it's just like a lot going on and for real like you said like you feel alone but at the end of the day, you need somebody there mm-hmm. just to be like, hey, it's going to be okay. Even though in the time, in the you're, time, like, you're yeah. like, it's not okay. Right. I'm in pain. I'm yeah. crying. I'm screaming. You don't know what this feels like. Yeah. At the end of the day, it is very, very special to have someone there for you. Mm-hmm. And if it's not your man, like, let it be your friend. Let it be your mother. Let it be just somebody. Somebody you trust and you love and knows that he loves you and, and will love the baby as much as you love that mm-hmm. baby. Like, like somebody to support you yeah through that whole process for sure very necessary and honestly i know some people do it alone too right um oh my god some some women don't even have the choice sometimes maybe like they're by themselves at their house maybe their man's at work and all of a sudden they have to rush to the hospital and they have a baby in like an hour Mm -hmm. that happens all the time and like i know it could definitely be hard like you're like that's when you're really by yourself you know, or like some, some women, maybe they're, maybe they're single mothers or some, some women, maybe their, their husbands or boyfriends are away, like in the army, like mm-hmm. so many different situations could happen. So it's like, that really does show that like literally every woman's like birthing, laboring experience is so different when it comes down to the people who are there, yeah. what you go through, medications, hospitals, nurses, doctors, like all different yeah all different like and i bet like of course there's always going to be stuff to relate to like but i like just hearing like any woman's story will definitely always be like one of a kind in its own like and i i i'm definitely grateful to be able to have went through uh labor and delivery that was mostly smooth yeah honestly like i didn't have complications i wasn't rushed into emergency c-section i wasn't like bleeding out like you know so many things that could happen i'm very grateful that even though i delivered early it went smooth yeah that's that's the one thing that i'm always grateful for same thing me delivering late went smooth yeah it was that was like one thing i was very very thankful for and i made it very clear afterwards or even during i was like I'm so happy that I'm okay, that I'm healthy, mm-hmm. that the baby's okay and healthy, and a huge boy, by the way. He was born 8 pounds, 12 ounces, and like 21 inches, or 21 and 3 quarter inches tall. Oh my goodness. Big ass baby. Still a big ass baby. Hallie was, what was she? She was 6 pounds, 13 ounces, so just about 7 pounds, um, and... 19 three quarters inches only at 37 weeks though oh no no yeah she was tiny <laughs> crazy thing though i was only when i was born i was born full term like 40 weeks but i was six pounds eight ounces oh you were little yeah tiny so the, the fact that she was born basically seven pounds at 37 weeks is like i don't know mind-blowing to me i feel like if i went full term with her she, she would have been a big bigger. baby no nah, she definitely went bigger yeah for sure but Aww. yeah she came out healthy no complications with her at all yep <laughs> just yup yep. yeah just reminiscing like oh god that shit happened no it's crazy because even like i mean 
we can talk about this next time. What happens mm. after? Which is the a whole afterbirth. yeah, like, afterbirth, postpartum. It's that's a whole another story to tell. And I mean, honestly, we can both like I mean, we can both say we're still going through postpartum. Yeah, honestly, because mm-hmm. <laughs> postpartum goes on for a long time, like a long time. Yeah, they say um, your body doesn't fully recover from uh, giving birth until like two years. Yeah, it's like two years after you give birth. So yeah. Yeah. you're almost there. Mm-hmm. I'm only three months in. <laughs> yeah, you literally. But we'll talk about all that good stuff next time. But yeah, those were our stories. I'm sure we missed out on things because there's so much that comes along with this experience. Mm-hmm. A lot of things your brain forgets. All a blur. Just to forget. Literally turns into a blur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The fact that I even remembered anything that I said, I don't Literally know. Literally same. I'm like, how did I even do that? I think what helped was that I did. We did record um, when I was in labor. I know you guys did too. Yeah, I post. We both posted it to YouTube, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I actually remember showing it to Keenan's family, like his mom and his dad, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Why would you put this on the internet?" <laughs> What do you like, mean? Be- because I think it was the part where I was like in late, like before I got the epidural, and I was like moaning and groaning, and they're like, "Why would you put this out there?" I'm like, "Cause, cause it's real." Right. I'm like, I want to show. Uh, I told my, I told Kane's mom that I was like, I want to show other women, like maybe they're pregnant, like what what happens, like just for other women to feel like not alone, yeah. like just to show my process, like yeah. check out both of our YouTube channels to watch our labors our labor <laughs> deliveries yeah <laughs> you guys you guys could see it firsthand over there yeah there's a lot of moaning and groaning but you know that's <laughs> literally the like a lot of it for real yeah fun. yeah i mean while you're there subscribe too shit right might as well <laughs> might as well i've been posted on there in a while i know i'm almost i need to get back into it yeah but you guys will see yeah you guys will see that mm-hmm. but thanks for listening to our stories um yes honestly would love to hear from you guys mm-hmm. if you can relate or maybe you're you haven't given birth yet and you just have like a lot you're thinking about if you're a first-time mom and you've never given birth before or even if this is like your second or third or fourth or whatever child you got this shit like you mm-hmm. are you are so much stronger than you think you are like i know that i didn't think i was as strong as i was gonna be but you are you are at the end of the day and you will prove that to yourself no matter what your birth experience looks like no matter no matter what happens you got it yep you got this shit <laughs> not for real yes women are stronger than like men to be honest like no, for real, literally. For real to, go through this, to go through this experience yeah the emotions the everything everything under the sun that comes with it but yeah and then all of a sudden boom you're a milf you're a milf <laughs> you are in fact a milf yeah um but yes okay. oh Callie's up I guess that's that's the official end of this that's the cue yes to leave yes Say goodbye. thank you guys for listening as always yes I can't um, believe we're in our third podcast already I know <laughs> time is going by yes stay yeah. tuned next time we're gonna be talking about postpartum afterbirth and all of that Yep, that's a whole other experience, so Mm -hmm. be ready for that. Um, Yeah, I'm hoping you guys enjoyed listening to this, Mm -hmm. and we'll be back very soon. Yes, this has been a Young Milk Podcast. Yes. Bye, Bye, guys. Bye.